This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. So what's up with urban legends, uh, James? Well, how about instead of the urban legend, what, what about your snake getting out and trying to conquer the world through escape? I, guess, I don't know. Her <laughs> name is Danger Noodle for a reason. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I feel bad that your snake probably fell three feet because she wants to just run. I mean, I, I just think she's like got big eyes <laughs> and she's like this whole room is hers. <laughs> So, I don't know. I, I just bet she just regretted how cool we keep the house. <laughs> I'm going to just spite these guys and just go hide. Found her in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is second episode with us back on our YouTube channel. The Terrible Twos. Yeah. We had, and we're different now, too. We just keep moving around. We just... We're testing we've been moving out. around for a year. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, oh, excuse me. So I, I, I don't know how, but somebody else snuck in though. We, we moved tables and I think he was here already. He was hiding under the table just yeah. the entire time with danger. Like, like a, like a goblin from our beasts of urban legends that we're going to talk it's, about. Yeah. The, the sneaky Irish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the damn Irish. So if you're watching on YouTube, that's, that's Brian, yeah. friend of the show, friend of the show. I, I hear other podcasts do that, so I guess it's just something we're supposed to do. I don't know. <laughs> Every time they'll say like Shuhei Yoshida, can never say his name. Shuhei Yoshida, who was president of uh, PlayStation right now, yeah. they're like Shuhei Yoshida, friend of the show, friend of the show. I'm like, <laughs> and then he's like, no, he really is a friend of the show. Like I talk to him at least once a week. I'm like, okay, well, fine then. <laughs> yeah, I guess go with it. <laughs> and then you got like Jeremy, no last name. His name is just Jeremy, friend of the show, and I'm like. Who's Jeremy? Which one is it? It's just a friend, Jeremy. You know, Brian has no last yeah, name. Brian has no last name. <laughs> uh, oh, we're doing that recording thing, aren't we? We are indeed. And we are live. Yeah, I like it. I like doing it that way. Yeah. I like talking about danger noodles before. Oh, yeah. We are live. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, hey, guys. Dorkside News back at it again for the second time on YouTube and for the 44th time in podcast form. <laughs> oh, wait. So okay. it's episode 143. 144. Oh, sorry, 144. Um, and we have more. I mean, that's season one. Yeah. And we're, clo- we're close to season two. We are close to season so that's, two. That's awesome. But um, I just want to point out, there's been a few special episodes. So those, technically, we're, we're closer to 50. Yeah. I think we're actually past 50, because we've had at least eight interviews. I know for a fact. Yeah. So we're, we're, that would make us at 152. Some of those had normal numbers of <laughs> All right. So, yeah. anyways, this is the dark side news. Yeah. We don't know how to number things here. <laughs> uh, I'm Richard. I'm Brian, and I'm your host, James. And I come up with not. I don't come up with the news. I research the news. Yeah, sure. and then I make sure it's correct. <laughs> you're, you're most of the time. <laughs> um, and then we're going to talk about you know a topic that I chose. This week's topic is really strange. It's not like I just pulled it out of my ass. Pun intended for later in the show. If you if you got that. In an hour, you'll laugh. You're, you're saying if they're psychic. Yeah. yeah. In, in an hour, they'll laugh. They're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so we're going to talk about... I, originally, I wanted to talk about the beasts of urban legends. Yeah. But every time we looked at beasts, I keep seeing there's really weird ways to escape from them. And so instead of focusing on the beasts themselves, I want to focus on how the hell to get away from them. It's more when, important anyways, yeah, right? When you encounter the toilet paper demon, how do you get away? This, yes, this is a real demon that is coming in the show. Well, hopefully not on our show, but like talk about on the show. Yeah. 
And if, if he does come on the show, at least I know how to get away from him because I've, I've done the research already. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> this could save your life. Yes. <laughs> when you're offered toilet paper from a demon, you know what to do. I, I feel like it's only going to be people that go on vacation, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never encounter a, like a Bigfoot or, you know, the, what was it? The, uh, Which one? The, the Japanese one. The Kuchisake Ona? Yeah, the Kuchisake Ona. You never yeah. encounter those in your backyard. That's I mean, only you when you're on hope, vacation. You hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we got news to start with, and um, I feel like the very the, our first one is the most important news, but also not the most important news of this week. Um, Half Life is finally getting yeah a game. Not the a. you thought I was going to say sequel, didn't you? No, it's not the sequel. It is, is Half Life Three. No, it is not the fabled Half Life Three. No, it is the fabled Half Life Alex, the new flagship VR game for Valve, which that is not the next. Half-Life anything I was expecting. Half-Life 3 is an urban legend. <laughs> yes. Half-Life 3 is the urban legend. Gordon, uh, what's his name? Gordon, ah, damn, I forget his last name, but the, the main character of Half-Life. My is, mind automatically was like, oh, Gordon Freeman? Gordon, Gordon Freeman, thank you. Gordon Levitt? <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, that one. You know, he could be in the, he could be in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, fortunately, we're getting a Half-Life game. Unfortunately, it is not Half-Life 3. Fortunately, it sounds cool. Unfortunately, it's VR. What does that matter? I don't have a VR headset. I mean, I have one for PlayStation, and I've had it for a year, and I've never used it. That okay. is sad. Yeah. So, um, just a uh, just a just me admitting something. Part of the reason why we're sitting here, and people on YouTube know where we're sitting, is because I wanted to clear out those tables so that I could actually pull out my. Uh, Vive again, finally, because I have the wireless Vive, yes. and it's it's a really really good experience, mm -hmm. but it needs a lot of space. Yep, and swinging around in a, a two foot space, you know, when I'm trying to punch a demon or shoot a zombie, okay. lightsabers. Can we talk yeah. about this for a second? Oh yeah. Why is there every version of zombie game on VR? But if you so good, if you talk about any other game, it's Beat Saber, and that's the only other game that exists. It's Beat Saber or it's a zombie game? They got Borderlands too. <laughs> It's it's they like I was listening to the game releases for PlayStation this week. PlayStation revealed another zombie VR game. It seems like that's the only thing they ever. Okay, people at home, if you've played Arizona Sunshine and you've played <laughs> multiplayer online with somebody else, you know, click that that like button, get, do a comment because it is the best possible experience of playing. Like I played with friends around the world and it felt like they were there with me because we were both in this VR space and I'm holding a flashlight. He's holding a shotgun. We're going through this dark mine. It was amazing. Which is totally awesome. But then you That's forget zombies. that Beat Saber exists and it's just a better game. It's not a better game. It's, Beat Saber is a game. Yes, it is a Arizona game. Arizona Sunshine is an experience. <laughs> because it's a journey. Like, you're, you're trying to survive in this post-apocalyptic zombie, you know. Well, it depends yeah. if your taste in music is, makes you experience things. Maybe Beat Saber will be a journey. You can download any song you want. Actually, I have an employee uh, who is a guy who creates Beat Saber things. So any, anything we want, we could probably, like, badger him into creating... Uh, Beat Saber map for that song through so. fire and flames from Dragon Force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why would you want that though? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, so Alex, what do we know about it? We know it's a VR game, and we know it's coming from Valve because it's Half Life. That's we know, all we know. About we know it. that someone is going to scr scream and break a, a controller when a when a head crab uh, comes for them. <laughs> 
Yeah, it'll be great when they're like, okay, I don't see anything. Oh, son of a bitch! That makes me wonder why there's not like an alien game for VR. No, because no. that would be terrifying. No, exactly. No, no, thank you. I'm fine with not having VR for one of the most terrifying games that's ever come out. I, I think because Fox makes bad decisions on their uh, <laughs> licensing of Predator yeah. and Alien. Films. Well, I mean, they make a lot of bad decisions. You yeah. know, like Charlie's Angels. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny you're saying that because there's other games. I just this is a, an actual game. I think that it just came out or is coming out soon. So in the same vein of Untitled Goose Game, and goat simulator there is now the bee simulator yep i don't even know how to like like the disney movie no not the, bee the movie. Pixar. you are just a bee it's not seinfeld and you're you're racing and you're trying to from what it, like the description was funny you race other bees you fight wasps trying to outrun <laughs> extinction <laughs> yeah yeah you try not to die because you're the last of your kind sad life um, but yeah, there's a, there's a B game coming up. So it's like, everybody's making, well, I can't say bad choices. Maybe this game is amazing. I haven't played it. Goat Simulator was the joke of the entire year when it came out, but then it turned out it's an amazing game. So, so was the duck game. Yeah. And Untitled so, Goose game is great too. So I have, I have a million dollar idea that I just, I have too many projects going on, yeah. but if I have time, I, I want to work on it. The, the plastic bag game <laughs> and you just like float around the most beautiful thing. So, okay. So it's been a week since we've done our last podcast. Yeah. Our last podcast had a secret link in it and that is <laughs> kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. So the last podcast was airplane game. Yeah. I think it's literally what it's called is airplane yeah. game. And all you do is in a VR space, you sit on an aircraft you sit on a plane in a, in a coach seat and you just sit there. It's six is hour like, flight. Oh, it was like, okay, six hour. Like <laughs> it's the second or third of its kind in the, um, what do they call it? The unreasonably boring games or unfathomably boring games? Because there was a, a bus journey yeah. one too. Um, so you're, I mean, it really is a f- emulating the flight. So you hear the, the captain doing his things and there's turbulence and stewards. and. What about like having to get up all the time for like air Restless uh, leg syndrome. <laughs> I, I don't get up the whole time. Yeah. I, I, I sleep or I watch movies. I, mean, I think there was a thing you could pick a movie to watch too, and it's some like fake weird one. Yeah, I, mean, I, I literally just took a six-hour flight from Orlando, and um, I, I don't get up the whole time. Because yeah. I still remember, like when I the last time I flew to Japan, it was a sixteen-hour flight. That was more of a getting up every once in a while to use the bathroom and accepting the free alcohol that they give you on the flight. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I slept for about eight hours because of that. I think <laughs> that helps on a sixteen-hour flight. I've done that once or twice too. When I went to um, England, it was like. You know, I was super excited. I, I've always wanted to go out of the country. I finally got to go to England. But they did, they failed to mention how atrociously boring the 16-hour flight's going to be. So I watched a lot of movies. A lot you of, play this game three times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, Rich, uh, Disney Plus has been out for a week. And I know you have it. You've caved and you got it. Yeah, I did. So what do you think about it? Um, I Honestly, I'm mostly bored with it. I uh, I feel satisfied that it's worth the money at at the ridiculously cheap rate for the yearly price. I feel like it's worth the money, like I don't know five bucks a month, something ridiculously cheap when you if buy you it by did, the year. Yeah, I if, it by the year. Yeah, by the year. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was five five bucks. So you basically is is I don't know four or five episodes of Mandalorian. Worth it. That's basically it. all you're using for. That's, you, all. that's all you're using it for. But I, I watched the 2010 Tron movie. I had never seen it. Oh, so that sorry. was kind of cool. 
I and liked it, actually. I enjoyed it. We actually have something coming up later, which we're going to talk about. But there was also the Marvel, um, what do we call it? The experience? The Sneak peek? No, the Mar- expanding the universe. Marvel, yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I still hold fast to the fact that everybody I know that is really um, interested in the old catalog most of them already owned versions of the movies that they are now watching. Yep. And so I yeah. refuse to give them any respect <laughs> for them choosing to watch what they already own. Flip side, I told you I'll probably end up watching movies, a lot of movies that I've already seen before. I don't mind you watching movies you already seen. I've only watched one, and I've watched it every yeah. single day since it's come out. I've only watched, well, okay. Star Wars technically doesn't count in this one. So I watched the, the first three episodes. And when I say the first one, two, and three, not four, five, and six, because we're gearing up for December. Girlfriend and I wanted to watch everything Star Wars before Star Wars comes out. So that was a necessity okay. uh, rewatch. Um, I watched Tangled as the very first movie that we just watched on Netflix. I watched that on just, Netflix. Just to test it. And then um, I watched Avatar finally. Oh yes, lo and behold. In 2019, I finally watched Avatar for the yeah, first time. What you. did you think? I wanted to hate it, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to hate it because it's been, you know, it's been so long since it's been out and yeah. I've gone this long without seeing it that I wanted to hate it and I didn't. And I can understand why there's going to be four more. I think it's a little excessive to do Avatar 5, but I get it. I I mean, I just don't understand why Avatar 2 is going to be 20 years after the the first one it just doesn't make any sense to me it just the, cameron doesn't understand how to make money he know he knows how to, he knows how to make like rapidly viral successful movies and then drop them i i guarantee to be like 20 years later the home tree is fully grown again how in 20 years what the fuck i don't know you know he'll probably do that but on that note mandalorian how is it it is good. I mean, it, honestly, it's probably the best Star Wars th- stuff we've had in five years, yeah. six years. I mean, I was very fond of um, Force Awakens. Okay. Uh, maybe not so much of The Last Jedi, but I would agree that Mandalorian is the best piece of Star Wars stuff. Star Wars visual media, not like yeah. games, but visual stuff like the way that we got since, in my opinion, since Force Awakens. I, will, I don't know, because personally, I really loved Rogue One. Okay, that's fair. I, I forgot Rogue One came out. It did come out afterwards. And very big fan of Solo. I actually liked Rogue One. I love yeah. Solo. I like parts of Solo. Oh, I don't like Solo. I feel like Solo got shit on by a lot just because people wanted to. And I don't know. I like Solo a lot. There, so There's something about Solo that just feels shallow. A money grab? Yeah. yeah. Maybe because they redid the entire thing. I don't, I don't know. They had the entire movie done and they're like, ah, it was no, just that was Rogue One. Was yeah. it Rogue One? Rogue I thought One, it was Solo. Solo re- went through development hell too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're both dead. <laughs> Rogue One was going to be much, much darker. And it was then, already done. Everybody like blew story. up. It was I mean, it was, good. it was just <laughs> good, though. Like the story was good. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was legitimately good. Uh, so, uh, and I, I actually, I actually liked the Last Jedi. The parts that people hate, basically, the stuff with Luke. A lot of people hate that portion because they don't understand it. I love it. Um, I like the cyclical nature of basically the best, most powerful Jedi all become crazy old men in deserts or all like in remote areas. And uh, I, I love like there's a meme going around where they like they basically describe Yoda, um, and then but they make it seem like they're talking about the Last Jedi, 
And at the very end, they're like, yeah, that movie sucked. Like, Yoda was like I, a sucker or whatever. It just, you just, okay, so this is a major spoiler warning. If you haven't seen Mandalorian, skip ahead about two or three minutes. I'm not going to talk about it very long. But there was a meme going around today that, you know, me and my memes. And it was uh, Yoda saying, do or, do or do not, there is no try. And then it had baby Yoda. And it said, boomer, okay. And he was like, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> that, that is a good, pretty, pretty good one. I mean, there's not really any relevancy to it, like, because there's baby not. Yoda doesn't talk. Yeah. yeah. And let's talk about, was that, a, was that a big enough reveal, do you think, to keep fans to watch the entire show? Baby Yoda. I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of one, but, like, I, I want to see how f- much farther the story is going to go. Because at, at current, it's not, like... Full, it doesn't have enough development to like keep certain fans, but I think as long as you're curious, it'll keep you wanting to see the third episode and the fourth mm-hmm. episode. I've I've liked every single character so far. I mean, I I love the Mandalorian himself. I have spoken. Yeah, he's. Fr- <laughs> I love that guy. I forgot what his name was, um, but it, that's Nick Nolte, isn't it? I yeah. Think it, yeah. Um, I have I have spoken. I keep saying that to my girlfriend, and she's like, "Stop it!" I have spoken. And then uh, you know, Baby Yoda. Um, is also amazing. Uh, there's like not a bad character. I don't think they all have their, there's, there's things I I've liked every character, but you're definitely seeing, I think the results of Feige's influence because Feige knows how to make money and <laughs> Feige does not do a lot of recurring characters. Right. So yep. this, the old man in episode two may never, ever be back. He probably won't be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like frustrating because He's good. Because um, he, he's, he's good. Awesome. He, was, he was super cool. And yeah, he'll probably just be gone. And that's, that just seems like we've complained about that uh, in discussion of the MCU that basically people vanish and they never come back. Yeah. There is, uh, Brian, I don't think you've heard this question, but name any villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that's still alive. It's fucking hard because there isn't. We came up with the list, and one. I mean, was, technically, it was just like Red Skull. Technically, was a lot. I think because he became a ghost. Yeah, thing. that was that was one that we came up with, and the other one was Abomination because we don't know what the hell happened to him. But uh, so I complain about that because I don't count Abomination as part of the MCU. <laughs> but there's literally all the other villains die. They just die. Well, yeah, I mean that's. But that's kind of sucks because there were some good. Yeah, that's villains. what the, our thing was. Why can't you leave a villain alive for at least two movies? Like, come on, just another one. Yeah. Um, but yes. Yeah, so all in all, Disney Disney Plus, I've been loving it. Um, I <laughs> I watched the first episode of the '90s X Men as well, and a Darkwing Duck. It's it's fun just to relive those those memories. I forgot how corny X Men was. It's super corny. It's really, yeah. but I still love it. Like, it was on Hulu, so it's not like it hasn't been. Yeah out but um, it, it's, it's so corny their uh their documentary series though the imagineer about the imagineer i've heard is, about it yeah. it's really good yeah, i gotta watch that yeah, yeah they're doing it episodically like they're doing with mandalorian mandalorian and then um the world according to jeff goldblum is also episodic and also an amazing show I, I think also the what is it the one uh encore with um the, is the kid uh, with no. Kristen bell except yeah. it's yeah. not really with Kristen bell because i actually did watch <laughs> uh some of it and she's barely in it at all but oh that kind of sucks yeah it's kind of a little bait and switch uh it, it's okay i was actually hoping that they were creating some sort of show like glee or something but uh instead it's like a real life documentary of them getting um old successful musical high school groups together again for one more one more encore it's okay. Is it, is it a real show though? Or is it's it a real show? Oh, no, I mean like, like real people. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, they also had this one documentary that confused me because it was like drain the ocean, and I was like, oh, it's going to be really interesting. And then almost every episode is about like Nazi boats. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I don't know how we got here, but Nazi yeah. boats. I was like, oh, cool. I want to see what they're going to talk about Egypt and stuff. And it's like, there's nope. a, a whole life story or documentary on Elon Musk, which I'm going to watch because that seems really, that does seem really interesting. I still haven't seen the Heaven's Gate documentary show up yet. But that's <laughs> that. I'm going to watch that. We know it ends with Kool-Aid. So. I, I'm not watching any episodic content um, except Mandalorian. I mean, right. when the MCU comes out, um, which I feel is like, you realize there's like a whole year. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. I I don't know what they're going to do because I'm going to be I'm going to feel like I should have canceled my uh, Disney Plus account if Mandalorian's done by December. <laughs> so I also like to point out one other thing that I know people are going to complain about and I know that there's an issue is they have everything in the Disney library yeah. that you can think of most oh, most there's like four or five shows that people are like, "Well, why isn't this here?" Not just four or five. Oh, why is not this? It's like 20%. But the, it's like, something really big. Mostly everything you can, mostly everything you can think of is on there. But what they've they've done is they've shanghaied some people by showing that it's on Disney Plus, and you can click on the movie or the show. Yeah. And when you do, it's like this is currently under con. This content is currently under contract. The contract will release in. And I've seen some go as far as December twenty first, twenty twenty one. I can't fault them for that. Because they don't have that. I mean, they don't have control over that. Yeah. They made those contracts a long time ago, maybe before Disney Plus, whatever. I, you can't fault them for that. I do fault them when they just literally, like you, you see that, like almost everything you can think of. I would say at least 20% of the things I've looked for, they do not have. That's weird. Almost everything I've looked for has been on there. But I think we, we do have a slight bit of an age gap too. And I think... Well, I'm know, not looking for old things though. So what are you looking for that you can't find? Well, I'm looking for Fox content, which they Oh, own. yeah, it's not that much. Right Simpsons now. is on there, right? So, yeah, Simpsons yeah. is on there. I don't think Family Guy is. I don't think American Dad is. I don't think... The, yeah, those are all a Netflix contract as far as I know. Yeah. And that's okay because I don't want cartoons. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't want cartoons. Well, what about Malcolm in the Middle? X-Files? Uh, Malcolm in the Middle is good. Um, X-Files is on uh, Netflix, I believe. I know, but I know that people have... when it Right before it came out, people were saying, it's going to be on Disney Plus because it's... Fox own content and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So there's some things, but for the most part, I'm, I'm happy with the content that they at least started with. And we know Disney plus is going to get more and the contracts are going to expire. They're going to get their stuff back. So it'll be good. Uh, no, but they're going to get their stuff back and it still won't be on Disney plus. It's already on Disney plus. No, they're saying that they're never going to have all that stuff on Disney plus. The they're going to cycle their content. So if you try to binge watch Mandalorian three years from now, you won't be able to binge watch season one. Maybe if you download it, you can that's garbage. <laughs> All the people that are rewatching the movies they already own on Disney Plus because they don't want to put a Blu-ray in their disc, those people don't want to download me. stuff either. <laughs> that's definitely me. Uh, well, that, what I'm saying though is like there's content on there that you'll see when the contract expires for whoever owns it now. You can see on Disney Plus that it says this content is coming. Oh, that stuff, yeah. Yeah, in whatever. But when it comes when it comes back, though, you're going to lose other stuff. Yeah, you have to because... No, you don't. No, I disagree. Please take that back. I still think you have to. Why do you have to? You have to keep it fresh. You have to keep it, make it seem like you're rotating content, even but though you own all of make it. Make it seem. So you're saying that Disney has to lie to you. Yeah. It's, no, I, I honestly think, I think Disney should be keeping the stuff because it's just like, no matter how much, like, take, for instance, Netflix. No matter how much new stuff comes out, people are still going to watch The Office. 
But yeah. They just go back to <laughs> saw, the office. I saw another meme of that. It's like, I have Hulu and I just got Disney Plus and guess what I watched? The Office. The 300th viewing of The Office. On Parks, Parks and Rec. Uh, I was very upset when Netflix lost um, Doctor Who. Yeah. They had that for a while. Now it's on, it's on Amazon, so that's still fine for me because I have Amazon. Well, I have it too, but uh, it's just such a sucky experience. One thing I will give Disney props, Disney Plus is a very similar experience to Netflix which I still think is by far the absolute best yeah. viewing experience for you. I have, I have a, so wait, do you watch it on apps or do you watch it on a computer? I watch it on apps. My so of course all I have computers all the, plugged into all these mm-hmm. things on computers. It is a pretty crappy experience. It's not as crappy as Amazon, but it randomly will pop up this little message saying that you can cast by clicking the cast button. <laughs> Do you know what, what I do not want to do when I have a computer connected to my TV and I'm trying to watch a show? <laughs> you don't want to cast it. I don't it. want to cast it to somewhere else. Like yeah. I'm on the TV, but yet it will not go away. It, like it just keeps popping up. I've heard that there's also buffering issues too that people are having, but I, I feel like that's fair because you know, it's a new server. It's a whole new build. You know, it hasn't been tested properly with, you know, a billion people that are going to use it. Yeah, I, I don't fault them. Yeah. yeah everybody's going to struggle. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they, I've, I've read that they had 10 million people subscribers in one day. Yeah. Uh, the one big piece that is, that has upset me recently on the Disney plus thing was the Disney plus app on my phone has a piece of content specifically in Endgame in the extras scenes. Yeah. Like the deleted mm-hmm. scenes. That same piece of content is not on my app. Why is it different from my phone to my PlayStation? I don't get it. Because there's a deleted scene in, yes, if you want to see it, um, in Endgame, there's the deleted scene that everybody was talking about with Tony and his older daughter. Yeah. When, when she was older, the girl who plays Hannah Baker in 13 Reasons Why. Um, there's that whole scene. And I saw it on my phone, and I was like, so excited. I was going to show my girlfriend when I got home and I can't find it on my PlayStation app. It's just not there. There is a deleted scene with director's commentary. I don't want that. I want to hear the scene and I can't find it, but it's on my phone. I don't know. It's a weird issue to have, but I don't know. It's kind of like asking why did they change the, um, now, now Han shot at the same time. Oh, yes. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's funny. People are mad about that one. <laughs> well, I mean, it's stupid. It's been like canon and like forever that, oh, he shot first. Which one? That, shot, uh, that Han shot first. Well, I, I think it's been canon that he has not shot first <laughs> for longer than he, it was canon that he did shot, shoot first. Well, and that's True. the other thing is, and I know <laughs> some people are make, like, I'm making it way, my way through the viewing too, yeah. but there was also the other big piece of edit that people are talking about, and that's the ghosts at the end. So the ghost at the end in the original obviously didn't have Hayden Christensen at the time because he wasn't yeah, alive, yeah. but now they do. And then they show the, the different version of Vader versus, you know, the Hayden Christensen version. Like there's people have seen oh, different the older, versions of old it. Man. Like the ghosts, like there's the old man ghost. There's yeah. a Hayden Christensen ghost. There's the ones that have Yoda and the, I don't know. It's just, it's weird that like people have seen different. I don't even know. Ghost endings. Why <laughs> are they paying people to edit these things? I don't know. Just leave it. Okay, we get it. We uh, Vader was an old guy. You don't need to. Why? Why revert it back to the younger version of him? I don't. Well, they, they remember they made fun of that in like Family Guy one time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we spend a lot on Disney Plus. Let's go. Uh, Chuck, e. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Never thought I'd be talking about that, but here we are. Um, Chuck E. Cheese is gonna turn off their Five Nights at Chuck E. Cheese thing they got going on by removing all the animatronics. So the famous Chuck E. Cheese animatronics are being removed. 
And from what I read, it was going to be replaced with an interactive dance floor with a Chucky. Person. I haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese in probably 20 years. <laughs> the, the animatronics are still terrifying. Yeah. They still look the exact same as they did 20 years ago, and they're still just as scary as the Five Nights at Freddy's animatronics are. I was never scared of them. I always liked them. <laughs> um, and I, I have a particular craving for that, like, very crunchy brick oven pizza. It's, like, so cheap and just mediocre, but I actually still kind of crave it. I've, I've got, I don't think you and I, I mean, I'm on that same level, but not with the same thing. Like, I've had once or twice, but, like, you know what sounds really good right now? CeCe's Pizza. <laughs> People are like, are you sick? Yeah, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> it's an unlimited pizza buffet. What's wrong with that? You know, it's CeCe's. That's what's wrong with yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so animatronics are going away, and they're being placed with an interactive dance floor with a Chucky cheese person that comes out once an hour i don't know but they already have that right like yeah. somebody comes out yeah but that uh, the the point is the animatronics are leaving so there's going to be less kids to be terrified from nightmares they've had about five nights of, i don't know but these they're are just, life lessons they're, they're, <laughs> 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 i you know what we keep we've talked about it before i still need to see that movie the uh the banana splits i think it was called. oh it's so it's so it's uh, I don't, weird <laughs> no because my, my dad my my my, my stepdad you know, he's in his 50s. Yeah. He remembers the banana splits in like the 70s or whatever it is. And we show, we found the the DVD at Walmart and he was like, oh my God, I want to see a new. And then we, did, we didn't tell him anything about this plot. We put it in. He's like, there they are. That's my childhood. And then he sees them with an ax and he's like, wait, what? <laughs> this took a strange turn. Yeah. I've had the same thing happen when I, when I worked at a movie theater when I, was, uh, when I was in my younger days. We had an older couple come up and they were like, American Wedding. That sounds like a wholesome, you know, family movie. <laughs> and I tried to tell them, I was like, it's not what you think it is. You don't want tickets to that. And they came out an hour later like, this is the most vulgar movie I've ever <laughs> I warned you when you went in, okay? <laughs> um, so yeah, animatronics are going away and... We, we're going to move right into the next thing that has yeah. three syllables and is a starts with a C. Chick Fil A. God, I love talking about Chick Fil A. Not really, but this is kind of interesting. Uh, they're trying to get with the program and actually start stop donating to LG, uh, anti LGBTQ again things. This is not the first time. So they say because yeah. they've said they were going to do it before and they never did. Yeah. So it's good that they're trying to move away from it. What's not good is we don't know if they're so, going so to. Just so everyone at home is aware, they, the Chick-fil-A has a charitable funding arm, and the executives that own significant portions of Chick-fil-A, they and their funding arm each have given large sums of money to organizations that are... Um, really about hate, right? Yes. They're, they're about hatred of people for being who they are. And, and this isn't, this isn't just like some sort of American political thing. They literally have funded legislation in Uganda to slaughter homosexuals for being homosexual. So that's, um, the, I mean, a lot of, and this, this really bothers me because the idea of telling people you're okay no matter how you were born, like you are who you are, mm -hmm. that is considered political. So, so you're like, well, don't tell that to kids because we don't want politics in classrooms and things like that. And it's like, that's not political. That's we, we, basic. Like, yeah, we don't want kids thinking they're allowed to be who they are. Excuse me? Yeah. I, so this, this shouldn't be about politics. It shouldn't, like, honestly, 
um, no matter what religion, well, any, any reasonable good religion <laughs> should not hate people for who they are. And I think if you look at the origins of even like Christianity and stuff, they didn't hate people for who they are. Um, it's just various evil people that don't like anything that threatens their their personal outlook on life. And Chick-fil-A has regularly spent millions and millions and millions on really oppressing people yep. that that aren't who they want them to be. So I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with what a lot of my friends on Facebook have said when they read this. I will eat Chick-fil-A again once they start donating the exact same amount they've donated to anti-LGBTQ communities to LGBTQ communities, communities, which they will never do. But would you, even if they did that, would it still be acceptable? Because it's like, it's one of those things of they've already done it in the past. Like, are they're trying to basically suck up to the the gay community? Okay. If the owners of Chick-fil-A either grow old and, you know, sell their stock or Pass away, or wither whatever. away, wither away, whatever. And there were new owners, and they were like, "Well, you know what? This is a publicly held company, and there is basically none of the original people. And the um, the current new owners, the new corporation, no longer funds anything but what they like, they say they want to fund home, uh, help for homeless and youth and blah blah whatever. So, could we judge the corporation?" For the past owners, I wouldn't personally. No, I, wouldn't. I, I don't think so because it's just like uh, a couple months ago, it, it, an article reappeared where um, they were talking about the family that owns um, Krispy Kreme okay. have uh, Nazi ties. Okay, but does that necessarily mean that Chick Fil A or not Chick Fil A that uh, Krispy Kreme now is that family that yeah. owned that was that sponsored Nazis? Sure. You know, is it? No, I don't think it is. It's, it's been over <laughs> seventy years since. What percentage of the company is owned by that family? Um, it's like a big conglomerate that owns so. multiple different kinds of companies. Yeah. So, um, I, I think at some point you you can no longer blame the original old owners. But in, in Chick Fil A, of course, it's a closely held corporation, and the executives, basically, even if Chick Fil A never spent a dollar, but they did. Um, th- their executives own so much of the company that they're basically taking Chick-fil-A profits yeah. and spending it on anti-LGBTQ stuff. You know what? I feel like maybe there's there's it's steps forward if they start moving in the right direction, maybe. Um, but I think the biggest one that would surprise everybody, and it sounds simple, but open on Sunday. <laughs> I, that's, it's a laughing point, but it really is. It's so against their religion to work on the Sabbath that if they open on Sunday, maybe people would start believing some of the things that they're going to start doing. I'm, Again, I, I don't think it'll ever happen. I'm Buddhist, so I, but I always just find it so strange to say Sabbath and then refer to, to Sunday. Yeah. Isn't it weird? It's fr- it, I mean, I know it's supposed to be, I know Saturday. Jewish, it's Friday, isn't it? Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm Buddhist too, so I don't. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm 90% sure that, uh, that the original Sabbath was Saturday. Yep. And I think they just, I don't even know. I can't even, I can't even imagine. Doesn't make any sense. But God rested on Sunday, so should we? I don't know. I don't know. Or did the he rest first on day of the week is what day? Sunday. Oh, let's not have this conversation again. We've <laughs> argued about this before. The first day of the work week is Monday. <laughs> if if uh, if Christianity is all about money and uh, and working for uh, 
some sort of corporate overlord, then I guess, yeah, I guess Monday's <laughs> the first day of the week now. Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> okay, so uh, up next, we have a couple of reviews. Um, one, me and Rich are going to do because you haven't played it yet. And one, I think only I'm going to do because neither of you have played it yet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so the first one, we have the game right here. If it's, you're on YouTube, you can yeah, see it. You can see not it. Played it. <laughs> it's ooh, it's oh. called Tapestry. Um, it is Civilization 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, or 6, whatever one you want to call it, as a board game. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, there's two cool things about it. One, even if you're in first place, don't think you'll win because <laughs> it, it won't happen. I was ahead by well over, I think, even 100 points at one point, and I still got third place. So, yeah, that's, that's, it evens itself out pretty well. And the buildings that come with it are freaking amazing. Like the tokens, the buildings, and everything that comes with this game are gorgeous miniatures and everything. There's a spaceship. There's a, a train station. There's all this other stuff. It's awesome. But basically, you, play, you pick a faction randomly. And with that faction's bonus, you then progress through the game on trying to advance one of the four advancement tracks. Science, uh, exploration, technology, technology, and military. And And yes, military does seem like it would be something where you fight against other people. And you kind of do, but it doesn't necessarily hurt them that much. Yeah, you don't don't hurt the person you're fighting. It's more um, how much resources you get. Yeah. And you get bonuses if you can take control of area. Um, But yeah, you don't, the other person doesn't really lose anything. They're still there, so... Um, I'd like to point out in our game specifically, I was the first person to reach space. You are. And then I had a caveman come with me <laughs> on my space trip because um, one of our other friends played a card that says whenever someone gains a bonus, you gain that same bonus. So I gained the bonus of space travel, and he was still in the Stone Age and also got the bonus of space travel. He ended up winning the game, so <laughs> apparently caveman in space is how you win. Um, well, everybody knows that caveman versus astronaut, caveman always <laughs> caveman wins. Always wins. <laughs> it doesn't matter how smart you are. Caveman has stick. Um, one of the things that I think was really good about Tapestry is every turn you have one action. And you um, that action, once, once you kind of know what you're doing, is very fast. Yes. Which means that people don't have enough time to really get on their phone or get too distracted. Um, not only that, but, um, most of these kind of Euro style games, there is this constant battle of like, okay, you can set up your system, your, your engine to try to generate points, but you have to worry that if you spend too much time building an engine, then somebody else will trigger the end of the game. And in here, each person triggers the end for themselves. And that may mean that somebody's done, but everybody else still plays like five, 10 more minutes yeah. because they didn't trigger the end for them. I was, I think I was done four turns before you actually probably six turns before you and Steven were, I think that's why you lost probably because we had enough resources yep. to keep taking that many more actions. And so. I also think, um, be, be careful what you choose as your first civilization. Cause I picked the one where I thought I was cheating the most <laughs> and it turned out it, it didn't seem like, yeah, it. yeah. And also, I mean, I always, always, always get mad when I lose these games yep. and especially last night when I thought I was winning, but I don't want it to take it. I don't want anybody to take it like that. I don't like the game yep. or that I don't like playing board games with rich because he always wins, which 
Steven wins more yeah, than me. Steven does win more. Again, I just, I just get mad like that. That's just how I am. But overall, the game is amazing. I would love to play it again. I'd yeah. love to learn how to do it better. Strategy games, just I'm not good at. <laughs> it just takes practice. Yeah, I, I think if you want a game that is complex, looks beautiful, man, the board is just so yeah. nice looking. And it doesn't... It, it's not going to make people bored waiting for somebody else to do stuff it, really they're just they're just going to take an action and they even tell you in the instructions yeah. if you are just doing an income phase just take it and anybody's turn just go yeah. just do it yeah um and the most important thing i want to point out is there's extremely minor details that are very important in this game and the one i wanted to point out was the texture oh yeah so the the mat that you have in front of you is your mat and that's where you put most of the tokens uh, for yourself. And then there's another mat where the advancement tracks have, you know, they're all textured to a way that the tokens won't slide. Almost like sandpaper. Yeah. And it's like they thought about this, like, oh, you know, if we make a game where there's a bunch of tokens, if someone bumps the board, it's going to go all over the place. Not well, that. with the way this texture is, no, you can shake it and, you know, it stays pretty well. Please don't do that. Shake it. <laughs> no shake it, it. It stays pretty well. It stays together pretty well. Yeah. And uh, like I said, Super fun game. Try it um, and rage quit like I did when you when you think you're winning by 100 points and then someone gets 150 points and you're like, how did that happen? We have loved most of the games from Stone Meyer. So, yes, yeah. I don't think Stone Meyer makes bad games. I, don't, I think it's possible. It, they might make games that are not for you. Yeah, yeah, but not necessarily bad games. Um, okay, so I have a review. I don't think Brian, you haven't played um, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, right? No, I don't think I have, actually. It just came out a few days ago. Uh, this is so stupid. It's something I heard in a podcast, and when I, another podcast, and when I saw it, when I heard them say it, it's one of those things where now that I see it, it bothers me. The most annoying thing about the game is the name. And the most annoying thing about the name is where the damn colon is. So it's not Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. No. It's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Well, but then that there is a game series called Star Wars. I know. Jedi. It's just, I don't like what they're calling. I know it's stupid, but well, is this part of the Star Wars Jedi series though? I don't. I don't know because yes, I know some of the story from the Star Wars Jedi games, but this seems more canonical than any of the other ones have been. Like this one, literally has it has Obi Wan in it. It has you know other characters from past or from future games or not games, but parts of star wars that you learn about uh because of where the time period is so this this game takes place i think it was five ten years it's either between 10 and 50 years i don't think so it's too much after episode three this is a uh, bioware game right uh no uh obsidian no not obsidian mm -hmm. it's ea response sorry oh uh, obsidian was um the outer worlds Okay. This is an EA game made by Respawn, which is surprising everybody because EA doesn't do single-player games. Yeah. But they did. And I've seen many, many reviews saying that this is probably one of the best Star Wars games that's ever come out. Ooh. I would argue, because there's a few. Yeah. I, I like, I like um, Force Unleashed a lot. Well, I automatically, because uh, I always go straight to Knights of Old Republic 2. KOTOR. And then I'd like to also point out uh, a hidden gem is... Uh, TIE Fighter? No, Star Wars Jedi. Uh, I love TIE Fighter. Yeah, it was a good um, game for Jedi like, Academy. 90s or 80s. Yeah. Jedi, I think it's Jedi Academy 2, actually. That was a good one. I like that one, yeah. Oh, so, so Respawn made Titanfall 2. Yes. And that was a great single-player game, actually. Y yes, and it didn't... Uh, <sighs> so, uh, Sony has a problem. They don't want to market their games properly. I don't know why. 
but they just have a problem. Titanfall 2 is, I think, in the same, same vein as Star Wars is. Yes, a lot of people know about Star Wars. It's just not being marketed properly. Like, there's not enough Star Wars marketing material out there, just like there's not enough, there wasn't enough Titanfall 2 material out there. Like, there was people that were like, Titanfall 2 is a really good game, and other people were like, I don't even know what that is. It, it's one of your bigger games. You know, Titanfall was one of PlayStation's, one of the biggest games. And wasn't Titanfall originally on uh, Xbox? I think it might have been. Titanfall, Titanfall One was an Xbox One exclusive. Yeah, and it had like a the collector's edition was like a big mech. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And then I got I don't know if it had no single player game. It was just multiplayer. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I, th- I thought Titanfall got ported over eventually to PlayStation, but I know Titanfall Two the sequel was on PlayStation. Yeah, Titanfall Two was well, that wasn't on PlayStation. It was on all of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was also on PlayStation. Yeah, t- Titanfall One exclusivity is actually what kind of helped kill the Xbox One because the Xbox One or the Xbox was known for such great role playing games, and then there were I don't know role playing games, but these like single player campaign experiences, yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, Titanfall did not live up to its to what it was supposed to be. Titanfall Two did. Yeah, I refused to buy it because I bought Titanfall One, and it was like a prototype to give them the money they needed to build Titanfall Two. Have you played uh, Apex Legends? No, nope. I also nope. I was gonna say if you played Apex Legends and you played Titanfall Two multiplayer, because that's what it is. Yeah, no. It actually and it legitimately takes place in the Titanfall universe, and there's Titanfall characters mentioned in Apex Legends, but it's it, yeah, it's it, I don't know. They're, they're it's battle royale thing. I don't know. I'm not a fan of Battle Royale I style. Um, yeah. I, I, I will be the first to admit, I don't like Battle Royale style because I suck at them. I'm just not good at them. I'm not bad at them. Like, the first time I ever played Fortnite, I won, like, first place right away. But I'm, I was like, oh, I'm really bored of this already. I'm, I'm one of those people that's like, oh, cool, I found a legendary gun, and I'm dead. Yeah. From, you know, across the map. I don't know how I died, but I died. So this game sucks now. <laughs> um, but. All right, so. Uh, I want to stop right here. If, if you're moving on to the next topic. Almost. I was going to finish the Star Wars thing. Okay. Uh, Star Wars is, quick synopsis, about Cal. Um, the Star Wars Executive Order 66 has been given. All yep. the Jedi have been killed. It is now a, against the law, or it's, it, it's, it's bad to be a Jedi right now. Uh, yeah. You will be killed if you're a Jedi. And so, this, so this is before the Star Wars movies. Wait. So it takes place after Episode 3, before Episode 4. Yeah. Okay. You keep counting the prequels as if they're real Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> you got to count them all. I got to count them all. all Wait, right. does it take place during that one um, that one Star Wars uh, show that they had? It was Clone Brian- Wars? Huh? Clone no, Wars? no. There was one about uh, like a little young Mandalorian or something, or a young Jedi, and like Ahsoka Tano saves them. Isn't that Star Wars Clone Wars? No, it was after Clone no, Wars. I don't, I don't remember. Rebels. Rebel, oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, Rebels. Yeah, I always forget about Rebels. Um, I don't know. I don't know the time period of Rebels that well. I, like, it's after Order 66, and it's like during like when they're still trying to get rid of uh, Jedi. This, this time period is, think of it, it's after Order 66. The Empire has had enough time to build up uh, forces and to... Unleash what they call the Inquisitors upon. Then yeah, it the, sounds like Re- Rebels had uh, yeah. Inquisitors. They're they're not nice. Um, but so I want to point out I'm dumb and I put it on difficult. So there's story mode, normal mode, difficult mode, and then really really difficult mode. And I didn't put it on that one yet because I'm not that good. But I put it on difficult, 
And I'd like to point out, normally games like Horizon Zero Dawn, I put it on the very hardest difficulty and beat it with no problem. I died a few times, yes, but it, it, overall it wasn't that hard. Uh, this game is freaking hard. What difficulty did you beat Spider-Man on? Uh, I beat it on the most difficult one you could get. And then I went back and played New Game Plus that unlocks the even more difficult one. I wish I could play that. <laughs> you know what? I'm moving, so maybe now when I see it, because it's in my closet, Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to... Yeah, I was going to say it's going to be on sale on uh, no, Friday. He owns, if only I already he, owned it. He owns Spider-Man, but I currently have his copy of it, and I yeah. keep forgetting to bring it back. <laughs> so, so difficult is difficult. Yeah, difficult is actually difficult. Um, the only interesting thing about this game in particular is, yes, there's a lot of stormtroopers because, you know, of what's going on. I have died more to the fauna in the game than I have anything else. So me just walking around and a little rat, mole rat looking thing pops out of the ground and it hits you when you're not expecting it. And you're like, what the, f what was that? Is it open world play? Is it yeah. like, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's cool too. Cause it's, <laughs> it's your favorite, it's your favorite word. It's a Metroidvania of types because you have a planet you start on. Yep. There's paths you can't go to yep. until you progress further in the game that you can come back to and then unlock those paths. So were you a Jedi before this happened? Yes. Or so the, it's the coolest sto start to a Star Wars story, in my opinion, that I've ever seen. Um, he is hiding out on yep. a planet. He doesn't want to be known. You really don't even know he's a Jedi. I mean, obviously you do because you're playing as him, but you don't yep. know he's a Jedi. Um, you and your friend Prof have to go uncouple something from this. They call it the ship breaker. They're breaking down ships to build new ships. Okay. There's a couple that got stuck. So you and prof go up there. Um, as you uncouple it, uh, the wing that you're, you're on a large star destroyer mm -hmm. wing, it breaks off because they're breaking it down and they just didn't see you there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it starts breaking and prof starts sliding down the wing. Yeah. And he actually falls off at one point. And right before he hits the ground, you use the force to move, an object to catch him. Yeah. And prop is like, did you, did you do that? Are you, are you a force? Are you a Jedi? Like he starts saying, yeah. and he's like, shut up. Don't say Jedi. But it's cool because it's like, that's how he, you know, it becomes to be. And then uh, I don't want to spoil what happens next, but I'm yeah. assuming you can understand what happens next. Um, sure. But the story has to progress and it's, it's good. So Metroidvania, are you unlocking force powers you didn't yep. have before? So you start off with force slow. When you get to the next planet, I got force push which force push lets you push rocks out of the way. So I can go back to the first planet and paths that were blocked by rocks. I can now move. Okay. There's also, um, a bunch of other, I haven't, I've only played 10, 20 hours of it maybe. So I haven't unlocked all the powers at all. But what's interesting is it's dark souls esque in a way to where there's, you know, your, your abilities are locked behind a wall to a point in the game mm -hmm. to where, but you, as soon as you unlock that, so that wall, you can fight bad guys, go back and meditate. Meditate's how you save your game and rest. And when you rest, you get all your HP back, but it also respawns every enemy. Okay. So you can respawn an enemy, kill them, go back, rest, respawn the enemy, kill them, go back. And you get experience every time. And it's not, um, it's not percentage based experience. You just get the same experience. And so you can level up to the, the max level that you, that's currently allowed for mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. every time you want. So it's, Okay. But it's cool in that aspect. And then um, it seems like Star Wars does this thing where everybody that's a force user mm -hmm. is a force user and can use a force to do things, but everybody has their specialty. Sure. Does that make sense? Like uh, Vader was the first person to really use the force choke technique. Like, I mean, other people have done it, but that was his signature style force choke. Um, the emperor did force lightning. Yeah. Uh, you know, and all these. So Cal in this game has a thing called force echo. 
he's uh, his ability is he can pick up an object and use the force to sense what that object had been through. Okay. So that thereby, you know, lets you go on with the game and figure out stuff that has happened around you by sensing stuff. It's super cool in that aspect. I like that. And then, um, you know, there's characters show up. Obi-Wan, I, you see in Holocron once so far. I thought that was kind of cool. It was cool because he's like, the Jedi are dead. And you know he's still alive. Yeah. You know he's period. still alive. Yeah. But he's like, the Jedi are dead. We're fucked. <laughs> like, he doesn't say it like that, but he's like, we're yeah. screwed. <laughs> So, yeah, it, all in all, super fun game so far. I still got to beat it. But, I mean, it's one of those games where I, it's tough to put down. And I have not been able to put it down until my PlayStation crashes on me. And then when it crashes, that's when I usually turn it off for a while. My PlayStation has been crashing left and right. I don't know what's going on with it, but that's usually when it does. That's like, weird. I mean, it's not normally. It's not normal. Yeah. I either got to get it checked out or I think it's because it's behind my TV. It's not getting enough ventilation. No. I don't it know. It might have messed up the hard drive or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's pissing me off, but PlayStation five is coming soon. So, so next rich, we got the sci-fi make you stupid. So you brought this up. Yeah. So does science fiction make you Now, When I say sci-fi, I don't mean the show the, the channel like sci-fi. No, I mean, uh, well, I guess it could be. Uh, yeah. I would say yes on that <laughs> one. Yeah, <though>. probably. <laughs> so does sci-fi make you stupid? So there was research a few years ago, and I feel like this is probably mostly pushed by, uh, I don't know, I want to feel like the same people who don't want people to dance like or burning, <laughs> burning books, those kind of people. Um, but they were, they were trying to say that sci-fi um, hurts your brain in some way, like, like consuming sci-fi content somehow makes you less um like have lower comprehension it like actually literally wounds you and, and so they did all this research and sh- yeah sure enough after these people were reading these they like they had like a control group reading like i guess high literature and then uh control and then i guess they asked them questions to see it, their ability to comprehend things. And then people, uh, I guess like kind of like popcorn junk sci-fi and, uh, and it, it made them less aware, less, less able to think, less able to problem solve things like that. But then the same scientists went back and they did more studies and it turns out that bad sci-fi makes you stupid. Yeah, so just not sci-fi, but bad sci-fi in particular. So if, if you watch a marathon of married with children, which is not sci-fi. I suspect that, uh, yeah, you probably lost a couple IQ points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just lost it right there. I'm dumb now. Uh, no, but see, it's, it's funny you say that because um, a lot of our gadgets and and trinkets and stuff, are, a lot of them are attributed to Star Trek. Like a lot of gadgets, yeah, a lot of them are inspired. Yeah, yeah, inspired by Star Trek. So. Yeah, bad sci-fi can make you stupid, but good sci-fi can give you a tricorder or, you know, a walkie-talkie of some sort or something. I don't. It, it just don't don't watch bad sci-fi <laughs> unless you are going to mock like uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. If you're going to mock it, then yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's probably a good example that it might make you more intelligent in terms of wordplay. Yeah, right. So maybe I mean, but. But are you really going to be able to solve problems better after watching Mystery uh, Mystery Theater, <laughs> Mystery uh, Science Theater three thousand, Mystery Science Theater three thousand? Probably not, it, right? It's if your brain is like a muscle and you you either work it out or work out different parts, right? So are you uh, you know? I work mine out by watching Doctor Who. That's how I, I mean. I, it might make you like your synapses for like quick wit better. Yeah, but not anything else. 
because it's just like married with children. You know, that's the only thing you could say for that show is like they had really quick wit, like yeah. quick jokes. So it's so like you're British telling me, comedy. But if you you could watch a Whedon show and get both like quick wit, quick and wit, and like putting pieces together and kind of like problem solving and, and those kind of things, right? So yeah. So what you're telling me, Rich, is if I watch Doctor Who, I'm not going to be able to do Sudoku any better than if I didn't watch Doctor Who. I don't think anything's going to make you able to do Sudoku. Uh, I'm good at Sudoku. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good at the other one, Kakuro. That one I'm really bad at. Uh, So, yeah. um, Simple gist of that one. If you're going to watch sci-fi to get smart, don't watch bad sci-fi to get smart. This was actually reading. Oh, don't read that. I know it's foreign to you. (laughs) What's a book? (laughs) Does it have pictures? Hell, even the ones that have pictures in it, I don't read. Uh, (laughs) Um, so this is an interesting one. Um, the super hot lady Gal Gadot and the Ben Affleck. Have an adjective Ben Affleck, man. Yeah, um, they're they're calling for what everybody else has been calling for: uh, the original Snyder cut of the Justice League. Don't say everyone. Some of us haven't been asking for this. <laughs> if you haven't been, then you're wrong. <laughs> Um, no, it's so two more, the actors, actors now from the movie are saying that they want the Snyder cut to come out. Uh, I just feel like they know it's never going to come out so they can say, yeah. no, like we really didn't waste a couple years of our life. Like this was a good movie. It just got ruined. Yep. Uh, I, I think they just want the money for like reshoot. Cause they're already, contra- they already finished their, contra- their contractually obligated uh, filming. So they would get to be able to say, well, I want more than I made just to refilm, reshoot these shots. No, they're not going to reshoot it though. This yeah, is, this well, is if the they Snyder, did, they'll this bring is the it Snyder out. cut. But this no, is, yeah, the, 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 the movies are done. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they also didn't finish like cleaning up the CG and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're saying that Snyder has a cut that people have seen and that they want to um they want to re- release the Snyder cut as is on HBO. That's what they're saying. That's and what that's what Gal Gadot is saying and that's what Ben Affleck is saying. They're, and it's vastly different. I'd like to see vastly it. Vastly different from the Justice League we have now, which is, you know, the Martha uh what was it Dark Side? Not Dark Side. Was it Doomsday? Was, Doomsday, that's what it was. You're talking about Batman. That was Batman Super. Yeah. Yeah. My mother's maiden name is Martha. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Ugh, Martha. <laughs> So yeah, there is a Snyder cut that exists, and now actors and actresses want to see it. So this is this we're is just never going to get it. Yeah, this is becoming this mythical thing. That's what I'm saying. Like this is not something new. They're saying it already exists. People have seen it, like in his home, and I can tell you exactly when it'll be released to the public. The same time Half Life Three comes out. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay, so is 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 four Marvel movies a year enough? Too much? Not enough? What do you think, Rich? So, um, people at home, if you go to the show notes, you click on the link, it'll take you to all these dates when when movies are out. So, if you look, there's four movies a year. And um, I just always go back to if you're going to have 30 rom-coms a year, you can have probably seven or eight Marvel movies. Oh, no, no, no. You can't. Maybe, maybe that'd be too many. You can have seven or eight comic book movies a year easily without saturating the market. Some people might be upset. They don't matter. I'm telling you that would be seven or eight successful movies. Well, like any other genre. So you'd have like five successful movies and you have like three flops 
And that's okay, right? Because that's how the whole movie industry is made, is by making flops yep. and making mega successful ones. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, we did really bad on the Punisher movie, but, you know, Endgame exists, so... Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but I'm kind of wondering how the Marvel Universe is going to be now that, you know, Tony Stark is not in it anymore and like, certain yeah. major characters. Because I think that's what made the last couple of movies that came out for Marvel so, you know, financially great for the company is it led up to Tony Stark final. wasn't in Doctor Strange though. No, but every one of those movies led up to the final two movies. So it's just like a lot of people don't like, um, uh, Captain Marvel, but it was one of the movies that led up to the final. I mean, that's probably a bad example because it didn't do very well. Well, uh, we, it yeah. made money. I mean, we have other reasons why we think it didn't do well. Well, yeah, I, I liked have, Captain Marvel. And I liked are, it too. People are dumb. I, don't want to I just don't think it was Marvel great. You really think it was great? No. I don't think... Okay, I think it's... Uh, we said it before. I think it's better than Thor 2. It's better than Iron Man 3. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> the original, like, Fantastic Four from the 90s is better than... than uh, yeah. What do you call it? Captain Marvel? I disagree. No, no, no. I was going to say... That, oh, then uh, Thor 2? Then, or uh, Iron Man 3. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of movies that were I, better than if, <laughs> if one of the four movies every year is the equivalent of Captain Marvel, I will watch it every year and not complain. Yep. I just say that was a, that was a good movie that was not a blockbuster. Yeah. That's okay. I, I don't need every movie to be a blockbuster. And, uh, even in the MCU, not all of them are blockbusters. Yeah. They're, they're not, like uh, Age of Ultron, not the best one, yeah. not the best Avengers movie, but still good. I, I think that, uh, I think that Brian is right that a lot more of these movies will not be billion dollar movies, but I don't think they, I think there will be the billion dollar movies that are really part of the, um, I guess Galactus mega thread, yep. the next 10 movies, whatever that is. We think it's Galactus. We yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I still would hope for it to be Dr. Doom, but, um, I, I want them to do a bait and switch. I want them to make you think it's Galactus. And then flip it so that it's Doctor Doom at the end. I want them to do like it's Galactus and then in the end it's J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you don't make a successful yeah, movie right. franchise. Um, but I think that the MCU is more than that. It's a whole universe that like basically exists. Those characters exist and you want the world to move on without it all being part of a Thanos level threat. And I'd like to point out too that I wouldn't mind four, seven, eight Marvel movies a year. Marvel movies, though. I used to think superhero movies in general, if we got 10 of those a year, it'd be awesome. I love superhero movies. Yeah. That all changed when Brightburn happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I no longer think that we need every superhero movie to come out because Brightburn just, some people loved it. I, I want to know what movie they watched versus the one I watched because the one I watched was awful. Yeah, no, as a Superman fan, I, I hated, I was just like, wait, didn't Elizabeth Banks direct that one too? I think so. Yeah. She likes to direct everything she's in. Yeah. So I have very low expectations for Charlie's Angels. <laughs> did you know it bombed? Eight million. Oh, it did it? Eight million. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it, was it worse than Dark Fate though? What we talked well, about last week. $50 million budget, $8 million opening. Yeah, no, it's not any worse. It's not worse than Dark Fate. Terminator Dark Fate had a $150 million budget and made $20 million. <laughs> no, it lost $100 million. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, I'm sorry, $180 million. Oh, you're saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know okay. it's a, I know it's an overused term, but, you know, it's the get what go broke. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So speaking of Marvel, there is a show on Disney Plus. Is it a show or is it just like one? It's a. It's a. I don't know. It's just a show. It's just a single show. Is it a docu series? That's what I was trying to think of. Oh like. no! It's a. I mean, it's. It is like a docu episode, I guess. <laughs> Basically, single the, episode. So it's a single episode, okay. as far as I know. It's they've just taken the footage from D twenty three and put it back together, so that if you miss D twenty three, you get to see all this footage. I think you get to see some of the some of the things that are on the Blu rays. So, mm-hmm. like some of the scenes from Endgame and things like that. I think you can see that in inside of expanding the universe. Yeah, which coincidentally you can also now see on Disney Plus. So, yeah, <laughs> um, but. There were some things in this expanding the universe that popped up that I thought should have been talked about. Well, actually, you thought should have been talked about. Yeah. I just, just stole your ideas and put them on a... <laughs> uh, the first up, WandaVision. So, I'm excited about WandaVision because I like Wanda and I like Vision. I don't know how I feel about this, this next news thing, though. It's going to be a sitcom? Yeah. Uh, no. It's, it's... I'm worried about that now. So... Um... I don't like Wanda. I don't like the actress who's playing um, Wanda. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. It's <laughs> nothing personal except... I just don't like you. <laughs> I just don't like you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like stepbrothers. You just have a face that I want to punch. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't like the... I don't like who cast it and I don't like the character in the MCU. I like Wanda more from the comics. I don't like who... Like the origins of Wanda, nothing. I really just don't like the character. It's weird because they did a very good job of showing how strong Wanda was while at the same time getting it completely wrong from the comics because of how strong Wanda actually was. Oh, you mean, you're talking about like arbitrary power levels, like one through 10 or something? Like Omega like, level. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Wanda in the MCU could destroy an Infinity Stone. Yeah. Because she could. But Wanda in the comics could affect literal reality for everyone. Well, she did when she had a mental breakdown. Yeah, it was and the whole house of M. And here we go. So, I, I think that the sitcom is where she is going to be in a alternate universe where her and Vision's still alive and she has children. So, this is mirroring a comic book storyline. So, she is going to be that powerful in the MCU, I'm pretty sure. That's what they're kind of hinting. If she has children that are twins, I'm throwing something at the TV because she's, you know, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> that was bad. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but yes, sitcom, I don't know. Yeah. Some people might like it. Uh, the only one I'm really looking forward to right now is Loki, to be honest. Hey, look at that. Loki is going to learn something new with a space stone oh. in the Loki show. Yeah, so I'm uh, like the way that they're saying it is it is implying that Loki is going to be able to to maybe travel through time, but in in the MCU that basically kind of means parallel dimensions. Yeah, because I mean, them being able to him being able to travel through time completely negates the time stone. So why even have it? So parallel dimensions though makes more sense. Well, yeah, because right because they in Endgame they basically tried to educate the audience and then they negated it at the end, but whatever. Um, there's, they're basically saying that you could travel back in time, but you're actually not going back in the same, you're not affecting the same world. 
you're affecting some different world, yeah. some different timeline. So I think the time stone lets you literally rewind time, but um, that's not the same thing that Ant-Man does where he uses the hyper realm to, or quantum realm to, to go back to go to a different universe. So wait, they're not using the reality stone. No, it's the space. Space He He has a Tesseract. Oh, yeah. That's the one he picked up in in Endgame. He picked up the Tesseract and and then took off. And that's where apparently that's where we're going to pick up is where he took off from there. And I like that because I don't like prequels. Yeah. They didn't even, uh, um, I haven't seen anything talking about Black Widow, but Black Widow is supposed to be a prequel. Yeah. So maybe it's just the movie. Yeah. It's supposed to be like her in the nineties or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, I probably don't really care. And I hate it because I hate that there's very few female MCU things and I can't ever give them that much support yeah. because they're not that great. Well, and then like, how are you going to de-age her? Because if you watch like the first Marvel movie she showed up, yeah. it's obviously she's much younger than she looked at in the yeah. game. So, it's like... Disney loves de-aging. Yes. <laughs> they're like, we have the technology. We can make you younger. We can <laughs> make you look CG. Yeah. Do you want to look like Kurt Russell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The CG... So, we were talking about how uh, top of the line the CG was for the first three Star Wars movies, one, two, and three. Yeah. And when we went back and watched them, we were like, wow, it's not good anymore. It does not hold up well. It's just funny. Uh, but I actually think that applies to MCU. If you watch some of the oh, yeah. old MCU movies, mm. it's like, wow, this is not good. <laughs> but that's how I felt with the fight scene in uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it like, was oh my God, I've seen video games that have better graphics. But sometimes I feel like the theater experience is so much better mm-hmm. than the crappy TVs most people own, right? Like yeah. you go in and you see the, the 70 inch TV that's $2,500. And then you see the 70 inch TV that everybody buys. That's like $800, $1,000. And what's the difference? Well, one makes your movies look like garbage and one makes your <laughs> movies actually look good. It's true. Um, um, there was something else too that I don't think I put in the notes, but I'd like to point out. Um, with this Loki possibly doing parallel universe stuff, uh, there was also some rumors and I don't like to talk about them cause I don't like rumors. I like yeah. to have hard facts. I love rumors though. Yeah. I like to talk about rumors, but not on the show unless yeah. I, you know, that's fair. Um, but there's possibly going to be a female Loki that might be introduced uh, into the Loki show. I heard about that. You know, so, and it's, you know, if they're doing parallel universe stuff, they can do literally whatever they want. I hope that the female Loki is as hot to males as the male Loki is apparently to women. I think that's only fair. Like just if we get equality, the female Loki should be incredibly hot because I'm trying to think of a black haired woman. That's like, I know exactly. Oh. I know exactly who rich would pick the same one. He picks every time. Which one? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> the one in altered carbon, the cop. <laughs> okay. She's amazing. <laughs> But, um, maybe not for that role, <laughs> maybe not for that role, <laughs> yeah. but I'm for it by all means. <laughs> he loves that cop. It's funny. Yeah. Um, there's something else, you know, there's a few other things with this, um, expanding the universe thing and there's what if footage. And if you guys don't know what Marvel's what if series is, it's amazing. It's literally what it says. What if dot, 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 something happened this way instead. So what if he's going to explore stuff that happens if it didn't happen the way it actually happened. 
the best part about what if in the Marvel comics is it's all canon. Yep. They all happen in a parallel dimension. So um, one of the obvious ones is uh, the Marvel zombies universe. Mm -hmm. That universe really exists in the comic books and it has several times tried to attack the normal universe. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you're like, watching uh, Spider-Ham and next thing you know, Spider-Ham is interacting with the normal universe. Like it doesn't make any sense, but it's going to be awesome. So yeah. there's some, there's some what if footage that was in expanding the universe. So if you want to see what that's like, it's the only one of the new series that there's actual footage yeah. for. Yeah. And then finally we're going to argue about this is Kate Bishop an actress or is she the new okay, people at home? So he was like, okay, but who is Kate Bishop? And I was like, Kate Bishop is the new Hawkeye. Um, he's, she's going to learn from Hawkeye how to be Hawkeye. And then she's going to take the mantle and he's like, yeah, but no, but, but who's Kate, Kate Bishop when she's not Hawkeye. And I'm like, she's Kate, Kate Bishop when she's not Hawkeye. I thought you were talking about the actress. There is no actress. There, no. I promise you there's an actress <laughs> named Kate Bishop somewhere and she's famous. She's famous. She's famous. No, uh, I, I can't argue that there's not a human being on earth named Kate Bishop. I'm sure there is. Maybe probably a lot of her or something. <laughs> if we have, you know, names like Ab City, which is just A, B, C, D, E. Aquafina. I'm sure there's a Kate Bishop <laughs> somewhere. I'm, I'm sure there's 10 of them. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure none and of them how count many as famous. Harry Potters do we have out there? Um, oh, excuse me. I have some heartburn. Um, so yes, Kate Bishop is going to be the new Hawk. Maybe not the new Hawkeye. She is taking the mantle from Hawkeye. But when I, I don't want to say the new Hawkeye because there is a Hawkeye show coming out. Maybe it's intertwined into that. Like Kate Bishop becomes Hawkeye in that, or she learns from Hawkeye in that. And then later on becomes Hawkeye. But yes, uh, Kate, Kate Bishop and Hawkeye are going to be a thing that happens eventually. Well, yeah. It's uh, Haley Steinfeld. I think that's who it was. Yeah. When we looked it up. I, I think she was offered the part. I don't know. I think she took, I don't know. She. I've learned not to report parts on this show. Yeah, anymore. because the parts get sh shifted so much. Uh, every, every, almost everybody we talk about loses their parts. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like the opposite of willing things in the universe. It's things that you want to happen. And they're like, oh, you, you, we heard it from this show. No, fuck that. They're not getting it anymore. The mouse knows. <laughs> I, I would love it if we talked enough about who we think is going to be playing Wanda in WandaVision if they just ended up recasting her. <laughs> but it's probably not going to happen. Uh, it might not happen. A British actress. Yeah. There we go. Okay. So, uh, this other, this next one, I'm excited for a movie and I've been excited for a movie. I've talked about it in the show several times. Yeah. The King's Man. I'm not happy about what just happened. Um, the King's Man got bumped back seven months. It's now coming September, 2020. Oh, wow. That's a long time. That usually doesn't happen very often with movies. But uh, it does happen a lot for Fox. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Disney's Fox or Fox? It, well, it's the same thing <laughs> yeah. now. Um, it's, so, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean... Well, this is because of another movie, though. Oh, okay. Right? So, it's being pushed back so it doesn't... Yeah. And, and this, is, another... this is surprisingly important, right? You would just think, oh, well, people would still see it anyways. No, they wouldn't. They only have so many weekends a yeah. month. Um, and I know for me, I can only afford basically one weekend a month. And there's been a couple times, I think, uh, Captain Marvel and Endgame were very close to each yeah. other and it really hurt my time budget. Yeah. Um, this is, this is a perfect example of, oh, Kingsman, it's owned by Fox. Fox is owned by Disney. 
Simpsons is on uh, Disney Plus. I should be able to watch and catch up on the old Kingsman uh, movies. movies, but no, nope, nope. I don't know what's going on there. Something weird is happening, but yeah. Are you sure? Wait, are you sure Kingsman is Fox though? I just looked it up, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you looked it up? The then? third one's Disney, obviously. Okay. Um, but what's weird about that Don't is question my research abilities, <laughs> which is basically just Brian saying something and then I Google it to make sure it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did want to point out something. I don't know if these necessarily intertwine or go hand in hand, mm-hmm. but it just reminds me of something. So Kingsman being pushed back is because Disney is smart enough to know that Kingsman might be a good movie and people, like I said, have, might be. To have to budget their time wisely. So they're, they're going to make it so... If you're going to, you know, they're, they're being smart about it. Sure. Yeah. PlayStation is not smart about stuff like this. They've announced a game and then a week later, immediately push it back three months only to then push it back another three months. Last of Us 2 got pushed back another three months, by the way. Oh. Um, they also have a huge marketing problem. And I hear about this. On, yes. I hear about this in other shows and I, I didn't want to copy other shows, but I feel like if all the podcasts come together and you know, whatever, maybe they'll freaking listen. Their marketing team is terrible. So if you go to the PlayStation blog, it announces every game that comes out that week. It gives you a review of the game or a synopsis. Synopsis. Okay. Synopsis. The synopsis are horrible. There's grammar mistakes. There's, you know, punctuation missing. There's words that don't make sense. There's sentence structure that doesn't do anything. They don't read half of the mm-hmm. stuff. They don't have an editing team, it seems like. So, I don't know. Um, PlayStation needs to get their shit together. Their marketing team is bad. Like, again, so what was... There was, a, there was a game... This is how bad it is. There was another game that came out the same time Modern Warfare came out. That should have been just as big, if not bigger, than Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. But they spent their entire time talking about Modern Warfare. And yeah, it's a good game that people like. But, you know, you got, I don't know, you just, the marketing team is weird. They're not doing things correctly. Um, Concrete Genie is a first party PlayStation game. And it was, you know, it's been in development for a long time. It's a game PlayStation has been excited to release. And they released it. And the very next day, they said PlayStation 5 is the name of PlayStation 5. That's what we're calling it. So they didn't give any time for Concrete Genie to, you know, burn in, you know. I would just say that, you you know, um, when Disney does something, I generally trust that it's going to make more money because of it. Yep. Because they know how to make money. Um, it, and they're not the only way to make money because the Joker for WB obviously shows that um, you can accidentally make a billion dollars. Even if your movie's not good? <laughs> yeah. You can't give credit to the, to the executives at WB because they intentionally gave them very little budget because they didn't think it was going to make a lot of money. Um, but... Uh, Disney knows how to make money and most other companies, especially Sony, who has lost money in um, every 10 out of 12 years, something like that. And like hundreds of millions or billions of dollars. They've they just lost tons of money. I think we talked about it before. They've lost it in every thing that they've tried to do, you know, books, movies, games, yeah. television. Well, no, except games. Except games. Sorry. Except games, games is the only thing they made. And so, I don't think they made that money from games because PlayStation is that incredible. Because if you compare PlayStation versus PC, 
it's not like it's just this most incredible experience, yeah. but it's just that most of the other console makers have not done that well. And Microsoft has basically said they don't even care <laughs> because they're like, whether they sell Windows 10 or whether they sell an Xbox, they don't care. They're you, still, you can they're play still, Halo on any of them. So yeah, right. That. They're still making the money off the, the operating system. So they both basically said they are an operating system company and that's where they make their money. <laughs> they're an operating system company who has a side project. Yeah. <laughs> whereas, yeah. Whereas Sony, they make money off of their PlayStation. Cause so that's they, the only thing. That yeah. That's the only thing that makes money until the movies this last year, 2018. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then the last little bit of news before we start talking about some strange, Mystical Strange. monsters, booty hole eating monsters. Uh, Superman and Lois might be rebooted. Not millennials, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Superman and Lois might be rebooted. Um, oh, I mean, they're filming the pilot in March. Oh, so it is being rebooted. Well, Sorry. But sometimes the pilots Doesn't. for CW don't actually make it into a series. Um, and I don't know how I feel about this. You know me. I love Superman. I love all my Superman stuff. I don't like the Superman that they have. He looks weird. I mean, I don't mean a mean way, but he just looks. Weird. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, he just looks weird, right? He doesn't look like most other people who are, have been cast as Superman. He looks like the Superman that has to have the Italian accent, Mark hand thing. Like that's not Superman. It's just Superman. That, that's what I thought. I just, I just feel like he, uh, he doesn't look very American pie. No. And it's that's racially ambiguous. Yeah. But that's again the, the the Superman of of comic book legend is always American, all American, white bread, and I'm not saying it has to be like that. I don't care, sure. but um, it's just he to has me, a certain look to it. Right? Him. He doesn't look like he grew up in Kansas. Yeah, he looks like he grew up in Kansas, Italy, like uh, or, <laughs> or the Bronx, <laughs> wherever right? he, like, yeah. the Bronx, or yeah, something. yeah, the Bronx, yeah. And so it's so weird because I normally just avoid like appearance profiling in general, because I try to just not to, to stay in here. But I mean, this is Superman. He's supposed to look like he grew up in Kansas. He doesn't look like he grew up in Kansas. Yeah. He looks like he's from Southern California. <laughs> he's very pale. Yeah. yeah. Southern California with no tan. Yeah. I'm from, from Southern California. <laughs> but I think you're glowing. Um, after arrow flash, um, I think you kind of have to give them some, a little bit of slack and just say, you know what? Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you call it? Might be canceled after its first season. So who knows? What's that? Um, Batwoman? Batwoman. It's been bad. It's oh, I didn't even, honestly, I, uh, I now wait for all CW shows to come to Netflix. Oh. So, uh, just in the last year, I, I've just been really busy and. Holy um, crap. Hmm? Sorry, um, I missed a major news bullet oh, when you that? said that. I completely forgot. Oh, what's that? Uh, Nintendo just partnered, or not Nintendo, uh, Netflix just partnered with Nickelodeon. Yep, I'm I excited. forgot about that. Uh, they have a huge deal to bring a bunch of shows, Nickelodeon shows, including a live action Avatar, The Last Airbender, I just with want, actual Asian actors. I just want Avatar, like the whole show. Yeah, and Avatar should be on. Netflix I just want now. a whole like news series of Invader Zim. I love the new movie. There was a movie, but. It was that, good. Yeah. I actually Is really, that, really enjoyed it. It was, it threw me off the first 15 minutes and then it was just total like golden Invader Zim stuff. It was so good. They got today like pinpointed with like the, the smartwatch and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They modernized it just enough. It, it's so perfect. But like, I'd like to see like them even bring back like 
salute your shorts on there or yeah that'd there's be supposed fun. to be a or bunch of you can't shows. you can't do that on television which was like are you afraid of the dark and um all that and keenan and cal i don't know if they'll do all that they already have they have the good burger movie on they there do right have now. the good burger and movie, i think so. they just put like that show victorious on i thought victorious was on disney plus so wait are you talking about no it's on netflix oh that's right it is on netflix are you talking about them making new salute your shorts and stuff or are you talking about like, no, really like watching I mean, reruns i'd like them to put the old ones on but uh, like certain things like i think it'd be good to do you can't do that on television new and have it on the on the yeah. netflix i i would i would find it interesting to watch some of those rebooted for new stuff yeah what, what was the uh what was the um competitive like guts game? guts or wait no what? guts or double dare double dare double dare they've been redoing that they brought they? it back but i think either i would love like guts or Legends of the Hidden Temple. Honestly, I just want like them to take a lot of Japanese shows and bring them here. Honestly, I don't really want <laughs> yeah. any of those shows. I, was was Guts the one that had the the mountain, the crag? Uh, yeah, I believe it was. Yeah. Okay. It was. It was. Yeah. It was like so. Basically, it was like American American Gladiators for kids. Yeah, it was. Yeah, okay, that's and the one thing. Because it was the other. Wait. Double, yeah, because Double Dare was just in the show in yeah, the that was, with Mark Summers. Yeah, who liked to pour slime on people, and that's all he did. All right, that's the news. If you're done here, bye. <laughs> leave. No, I'm just kidding. Don't leave. Um, Don't leave because if you if you get you're going to miss important yeah life saving. If a coppa comes at you, you need to know what to do. That is a really bad phrase for what a coppa actually does to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So again, I don't know how we end up here. We were talking about legend or urban legends and then beasts. And then I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun to come up with a segment or this specific segment of how to survive encounters with mythical monsters. So when you run into them, you don't die. Yeah. Then you get away. Well, I wouldn't say safely, but you at least get away alive. <laughs> so we have a few here. Um, I just want to point out that it gets progressively Harder and maybe more weirder the longer we go on this adventure. All right. So, and it's going to get weirder from here, where we're going to start with the Akamanto. Uh, the Akamanto is a toilet demon. Yes, you heard me. A toilet demon who will ask you if you want red or blue toilet paper. Usually, he is in a red cloak with a covered face. Um, and don't answer him. So, if you ask for the red toilet paper, he slices you to shreds. If you ask for the blue toilet paper, the blue toilet paper, he suffocates you. If you ask for any other color, he takes you to hell. And if you say you don't want anything, you're safe. So just don't answer him. Just don't get, don't ask for anything. So yeah, if you're ever in the demon, and I'm not talking about the demon from Dogma that came out of the toilet. That's a different demon. Yeah, that is the shit demon. That is not a Nakamoto. So. Some some of the myths say that the Akamanto is the last stall. So if you go to Japan on on vacation, just avoid the last stall. Yeah, because you're less likely to, uh, to be asked the dreaded <laughs> red or blue question. Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? Although you kind of wonder, like a foreigner, and you hear that in Japanese, and you're like, I didn't study enough. I have no <laughs> idea what you just said to me. You might get away with it then because yeah. you don't know how to answer him. He'll, just get, he'll start getting really angry. Like, <laughs> damn it, learn the language if you're going to come here. So that's the Akamanto. And that's how you survive. If you survive an encounter with the Akamanto, please comment on this post. Yes. 
We want to know that you that you've lived. No matter how how many years it's been, like you're like I listened to this podcast three years ago, and now I'm alive. If you survive an encounter with the next one, though, please come on the show and tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one we're talking about is a kappa, and kappa, kappa, um, kappa have been everywhere. I've seen kappa a lot. Like the not physically in person, <laughs> but I've seen representations of Teenage Kappa in a lot of Ninja Kappas. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a good one. Um, there's um, there's Kappa in something else like uh, World of Warcraft or something. I don't know. You, f- I mean, I feel like Kappa are uh, because there's such an interesting, distinctive Japanese monster. There's a lot of monsters that you're like, okay, yeah. Um, that kind of thing. Like right when you're describing scary things around a campfire or something, people all over the world basically come up with like, there's a scary dog. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. A dog can kill you. It's scary. Are you just looking at things and saying you love them? I love lamp. (laughs) (laughs) Scary dog. But kappas are unique, right? Like I've never heard of another culture that has this monster. It's a turtle that has, or it's a turtle-esque turtle half turtle half human looking turtle thing. demon thing yeah. turtle demon thing that doesn't have a skull a top of his head it has a a, a dip in its head yeah where there's liquid and that's that liquid is like its life yes it's its life force so if you ever see a kappa the first rule is don't bend over because what a kappa likes to do is likes to <laughs> he likes to eat your booty hole uh no he likes to eat your intestines and entrails yeah. from your anus. From your anus. Yeah. So, yes, he really actually does like to eat he, your booty hole. In, he is in the one. millennial monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he got so far with self Um To escape, to get away from him, you have to trick him like Mr. Mixapitlick. You have to get him to bend over so the water dumps out of his head. Yeah. And his magical life water force. Now, these things li- are like water demons. So, they... Um, they generally live in a pond or stream or something like that. Yeah. So if you're on vacation, don't go to a pond or stream, (laughs) go somewhere fun. (laughs) Unless the pond or the stream, no, no, there's never a reason to go to a pond. I don't hear anybody saying I went to Japan, went fishing. I mean, that's kind of weird. Maybe (laughs) it depends if you get deep sea fishing, if you get that one, um, that one guy who like pumps you up in the fishing thing. Maybe then go fish. You know what I'm talking about, right? The, I'm trying to think. The guy that's like, you can do it. And he's like fishing. He's like, look at me. I'm a fisherman and I'm enjoying life. And you're like, yeah, okay, I'll go fishing. <laughs> that's when you go fishing. But any any other time, no. I think we're going to get away from the um, Japanese monsters now because we had a couple in there. But now we're going to get with the Wendigo. So, Rich, what is a Wendigo? So, a Wendigo is an Algonquin um mythical monster or you know thing that they scare little kids with uh, the algonquin native american tribes and basically uh people who ate human flesh would turn into a um demon monster that would out be in the cold i guess right so it, cold winters uh make you hungry so don't start looking at your uh, neighbor in, <laughs> or your in, significant other yeah, and thinking you can eat them because if you do, uh, you'll turn into a Wendigo. So there's probably a Wendigo out there named Jeffrey Dahmer somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a dead joke. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, hey, guys. pun intended. <laughs> um, anyways. So yeah, the uh, Wendigo um, 
likely not according to Native American legend because this doesn't seem like a Native American legend thing to do, but you must shoot it, pierce it, or stake it through the heart, which I guess pierce it and stake it would be kind of the same thing, or stake it through the heart with something silver. At that point, it would then freeze from the inside out. You must then shatter it because if you don't shatter it, then it will unfreeze and then you have to do it all over again. We can, we can hold on. Go on. Go on. We have, uh, we have guests. So, so yeah, if you, uh, <laughs> if you don't shatter it, it will unfreeze and then you have to freeze it again by stabbing it through the heart. But when you're done shattering it, you're not done because the Wendigo can regenerate. So now you have to then put it in a silver box. And apparently that's still not enough because then you have to bury that silver box in a cemetery or church. So I want to emphasize this. This is totally um, white man. Yes. Um, saying, you know, the Algonquins are like, hey, don't go out in the forest this winter because you might get killed by the Wendigo. Yeah. And so then the kids are like crying and they're like, oh, I don't want you to like get killed by the Wendigo. <laughs> and then the dad's like, oh no, don't worry. We have silver. Yeah. And so they're like, what? Yeah. But what about this? And the, the Wendigo is like powered like by cold and ice and oh no, it'll freeze the heart. I'm sorry, guys. If you meet a Wendigo, you're probably just dead. <laughs> but uh, by all means, try your silver. Um, if, even, if if it, you, even if you have silver, there's no promise that you'll get it through the heart. So practice. Yeah. <laughs> you have Buffy Slayer or something. Uh, if you survive killing a Wendigo, please comment. Yeah. I'd like to know. Definitely. And, and let us know if, if it's just a waste of effort burying it at church or cemetery, or if that's totally actually, it's just, maybe it died the first time and you didn't really need it. I mean, I don't want to do extra work. Yeah. I've defeated a Wendigo. <laughs> you know. Is it in Final Fantasy? No, it was, oh. it was in, uh, I, I don't remember the name of the game. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I was going to make a game joke, but I don't even remember which game had the Wendigo in it. So, um, okay. So if you have no silver, but you have gold, you might be safe from the headless horseman. The Dullahan, apparently, his weakness is gold. And it's not stabbing him through the heart this time. It's not, you know, doing any kind of damage to him at all. You just give him, give him the gold. So he's just a little mercenary. Yeah, just give him the gold. He'll go away. But I guess it has to be specifically gold. So make sure if you think that you're going to run into, you know, the Headless Horseman. That copper coin crap. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he takes his face head and... Has it bite the coin and be like, what the hell is this? this Maybe is in the afterlife, <laughs> zinc is worth a lot. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't carry know. pennies anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. That's about where it stops being... I mean, you had a booty hole eater, so maybe not weird, but it gets weirder from here. All right. Bigfoot. Everybody knows Bigfoot. Everybody knows Sasquatch. the Sasquatch legend. But do you know how to escape the Sasquatch if you've seen it? Which is weird because people usually go look for it. So, I don't know. I think that if you um, accidentally like go to where the Sasquatch likes to hang out, maybe the Sasquatch gets territorial and is like angry. Uh, you are very much safe if your last name is Henderson, though. I'd like to point that out. That is a holy crap. That is an old school joke that nobody's going to laugh at except for one person. That was a Harry and the Hendersons joke. Never mind. Okay. That was bad. 
Uh, anyways, if you're going to survive your Sasquatch Bigfoot encounter, <laughs> you must do these steps. Not necessarily in order, but you have to do them all. All of them. So avert your gaze. Do not make eye contact. As is an attempt at domination, just like a gorilla. So if you look at a gorilla or you look at a Bigfoot, you, you are trying to say that this is your territory and he ain't going to like that. And from what I understand, they're a lot bigger than you are. Anybody that can hear this, they're a lot bigger than you are. <laughs> yeah. If you're bigger than the Sasquatch, maybe you dominate it. <laughs> Please I mean, come on the show because that is a very interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, you must remain quiet. Um, a Bigfoot probably will maintain its distance unless it feels you're attempting to take its territory. So do not shout. Do not open your arms larger than you need to. Like a bear. Like, well, I guess bears are afraid of movement. Well, I mean, they say that. But. Black bears and brown bears have opposite, um, opposite reactions. Yeah. So you have to know which type of bear you're, you're working <laughs> with. But this is something far more serious and more likely, which is Sasquatch. I'm, I'm sorry for this really bad joke, but when you said that, I remembered something else. It was like, you can tell a lot about it, an alligator or a crocodile and which one it is, depending on if you'll see it in a while or see you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Uh, okay. So we got avert your gaze, remain quiet, control your dog. Bigfoots attack aggressive dogs. Well, I guess big, is it Bigfoots? Big feet? Is it just a Bigfoot? I think foot? it's Bigfoots. Is there more than one? Is it Sasquatches? Or Sasquatch just... eye. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, control your dog because it doesn't like dogs. Um, yeah, I mean, no one wants to recreate your old yeller or something like that. It's sad. People cry. So, don't do it. Nothing. <laughs> I love this next step. Behave like a forest animal. To appear less threatening, sit down and scratch yourself as an animal might. Eat or pretend to eat anything within reach. If you are with a companion, groom him by focusing on pieces of leaves or dirt on his body and picking them off with your hands. So basically try and pretend you're an animal, but a small one, not one that waves his hands yeah. around. You know, so far this sounds like how to avoid a Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a monster. That's all you need. Throw the monster <laughs> 10 feet Your away. companion will probably appreciate being groomed anyways. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do not attempt to outrun the Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot is very big and he has big feet. That's the whole concept of the Bigfoot. And he can run apparently up to 40 miles an hour. So good luck trying to outrun him. I want to see this. Has, has anyone seen how fast clowns run? Because they're not fast. Yeah, okay, wait. We, we, so do you remember the Japanese McDonald's commercial I showed you with the, <laughs> the clown running like 80 miles an hour? And it was terrifying. So that clown specifically is fine. But yes. Uh, do not attempt to outswim a Bigfoot. If for any reason you are encountering a Bigfoot in the water, please also let me know because that's very strange. Um, yes, they are good swimmers. This is where the advice starts admitting their ignorance. Because <laughs> they're like, Bigfoots are likely powerful swimmers. And as... You don't know. You've never seen one yeah, swim. Yeah, we Maybe don't... they just drowned. You don't know that. <laughs> exactly. Like most primates do not do well with water. Yes. Especially hairy ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do not attempt to hide from Bigfoot. Uh, they are thought, there you go again, they are thought to have keen sense of smell and excellent night vision. 
Again, no one knows for sure. Sneak so up on you him. You need to get your shit straight, guys. Sneak up on him. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> See how he reacts. And then finally, shine a light in its face. Uh, Bigfoot's, yeah, there it is. Big, there's plural. Bigfoot's may be bothered by bright lights and will likely retreat if they're caught in a spotlight, which is why nobody can get a picture of them. Apparently, yeah. If you if you yeah, bring a light into the forest, they're going to run. Yeah, because there's no such thing as flat without flash photography. Yeah, <laughs> damn it, I forgot to turn the flash off again. So the other curse with the Bigfoot is no matter what you do with your camera, it always has the flash on, even if you've turned it off, because nobody can get a good picture of it. I don't. I don't know. So that's your steps for surviving a Bigfoot or Big Feets, Bigfoots, Sasquatchai, Sasquatchai. Uh, and then the last one, we got to take it off the deep end. This is a very, 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 I won't say, not important, but a very recognizable. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that this has happened to most people. Yeah. And some people didn't survive. Those of us who are listening to this, they probably did. Probably did. I yeah. mean, unless you were actually her herself and then. But they still might've had a bad time. They might've been, you know, haunted for a bit. Yeah, maybe. So this one's about the Bloody Mary. So to, uh break the curse or to make her go away and leave you alone, you need to do these things Yeah. for three nights, put a cross in the middle of your bathroom mirror with soap and then cover your bathroom mirror with a towel or other cloth sprinkled with a little bit of vinegar for the night. She doesn't like soap, vinegar or crosses. And if the mirror I don't like those things. is covered with it, she'll think that that's like that way is blocked. Notice I'm not dumb enough to say her name two more times. So there's just my grandfather's hundred year old mirror right there. Yeah. That's why I'm only saying it once. Oh, okay. <laughs> on the third night, keep the bathroom light on with the cloth off the mirror. The light will trick her who is no longer her or scary into thinking that it's daytime and she will move on to another place on the other side of the world and never visit your home again. She just gives up. Yeah. But that's not it. Uh, apparently if you don't do these last two pieces, then, oh my God. Okay, maybe there's more than one. If you don't do these extra steps, she might come back. I don't know. Because it seems like she says that, they'll, you know, you'll never visit your home again. But then there's extra steps. For each of the three nights, you have to say the following prayer, kneeling beside your bed. Lord, help me to be brave. Help me to get her. Say her name. She who will not be named. Yeah. Out of my head once and for all. Banish her from my dreams and help me sleep tight. Amen. And, and so this is, this is the problem, right? Because once... Once people have played the game, sometimes they have nightmares and they see her out of the corner of their eye and mm -hmm. mirrors and all these things. So that's where you need to, I think, really crank it up a notch. Yep. Not just vinegar, yes. which is stinky and you yeah. know, might drive people out of your bathroom. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And then for each of the three nights, in addition to the ritual and prayer above, drink a very small bit of milk with a pinch of salt, vanilla, and honey stirred into it. I don't know why. Oh, this special mixture, this, I'm sorry, this is a special, special mixture and should be used sparingly. This is an old family recipe that guarantees you to make you invisible to ghosts, including her. If she can't see you, she will not come. If you rub a little bit of this mixture on each cheek, it makes the charm work faster. Have one, but only one parent in the house. Drink it too, and the invisibility charm will be even stronger. Make sure it's the parent you like. <laughs> You reminded me of a video I saw the other day where like um, the, these robbers broke in and they gave a gun to the mom and it was yeah. like, or no, I don't know if they gave it. They're like, they were just pointing at like, shoot the one you don't like and choose your favorite. And she was like, <laughs> she was ready to do it. 
And then the kid was like, I knew it, mom. And they're like, yeah, can we have our money now? So like the kid paid to prove that he was yeah. the least favorite. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Also, I'd like to point out if you're watching this on YouTube, um, where I'm sitting is where my girlfriend usually sits when we play board games here. This is the board game table. Yeah. There is a very creepy ass demon that hangs out up there that you yeah. can see in the mirror. Uh, you can see in the video in the, it's, it's up there. Yep. Just barely can see her. You can barely see her. She's like, I'm trying to use the finger like right around here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good job. Um, she sits here every time and we'll be playing a game and she looks up and she's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> every time it just freaks her out. That one right there. I want to see that. That's so, fun. <laughs> so that's again, why I didn't say her name three times. Cause what if that's her and she's staring at me right now? I don't like that. Yeah. It, it's, it's kind of funny because she did not notice it the first day of the party at all. She the, did. The actual Halloween party. The so. whole time she was here, she never noticed it. And then we played a board game the next a few <laughs> days after. And then she noticed it. And then again, last night, she noticed it again. And it's been over yeah. a month now. And she just, I don't know. So, we hope that this podcast has helped you survive yep. another week so you can listen to us <laughs> next week. Where... I don't know if we have a confirmation yet, but we're trying to get another special guest on and this one's a big deal. Yeah. So if, if we get confirmation, our next week's guest is going to be huge. Yeah. I think we have for, a, for us, we have a couple, a couple of big guests, um, things that are coming up. So definitely stay, you know, stick around and maybe even share the podcast, which with whichever parents survive. Yes. And, uh, also I'd like to point out, we are working on a collaboration too. The time is already uh, set in stone and we're, we're, we're going to do it once we get there. Yeah. Uh, another friend of mine, back to the classics, a movie podcast. Um, we are going to be doing a podcast with him on a movie that he has given us. And Rich, our, I already know what the movie is. I don't want to spoil it. Give it away, everything. And then they're going to come on our show and we're going to talk about 90s movies. I can say that because that's our show. There you go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that'll be two or three episodes from now. So, if you survive all of these encounters, then be sure to listen to the 90s podcast. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It'll be fun. And then, uh, Brian, we'll be ha uh, glad to have you back again if we start talking about more things to survive the night or just, I guess, urban legends in general. Yeah. Or, I mean, or, whenever you guys want me back. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye.